Hello and good day to you, my beautiful friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to episode 45 of Cross Button VR, our journey into the world of PSVR 2, a show for those who would like to share our newfound enthusiasm for the world of VR. Now, I'm your host, Laurie, but hey, guess what? We are part of the Cross Players, right? So if you like what you hear, do check out thecrossplayers.com for links to all of our content and our Discord. And if you like this show, you should really really check out crosscast our weekly pod that follows the full spectrum of gaming now it is an honor to be joined by two of the most happy new year influencers in the metaverse it's ben and alex how you doing chaps happy new year come on alex you're set you up to sing there. Should all the bit take yep. up oh, you can't really see my arms but yeah i'm doing it <laughs> Yeah, you can't see Alex because dress- he's wearing a walrus. dressing gown type. It's not dressing gown, it's a cosplay. It's like it. I'm not. I'm resolution. That's the part of V17. Ah. Yeah. Baby, uh, you got to go away. Uh, you sound bunged up again, mate. Like you uh, were a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> okay, a couple of weeks ago. It's come yeah. back again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you you oh, had a busy, you had a busy, busy New Year's. Oh, it's been two nights ago. I don't know what it was. Yeah, however long ago. Let's not to... try and fool people. Look, truth is, everyone, we are recording this episode early and we're going to put it out uh, later on uh, a few weeks' time just so we can have the week off over Christmas because we've all got families and people coming to stay and visits to do and stuff. So, yeah. Why are you telling them that? This was like, well, this was this was perfect. No one would have known. You may no have, one would have known. We've all changed clothes. But this is pointless. If you're just, just revealing the. Oh, you've ruined it now. Yeah, Christmas and New Year's ruined, Laurie. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, Ben. But uh, it's just true. It's true. So I just needed to acknowledge the elephant in the room in case anyone, you know, in case when they Sony reveal He's a walrus. Astro, We've established this. There's a walrus in the room. <laughs> that is Alex. Uh, when Sony reveal Astrobot 2 for the PSVR 2, people will be tuning in to hear our thoughts on it. And if they don't get that, they just hear us waffling on about Alex being a walrus, they'll think, what's going on? Why aren't they talking about this big news? I am so, the walrus. <laughs> My TV's so, just come on behind me. I'm very yeah, curious. by this. Yeah, Ooh, now we're watching... I'll mute myself. Gonna, now it's the excitement of what's, what's coming on. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. TV's New Year's, New Year's resolution. It's the Grinch, everyone. How festive. Hey, there we go. Mm. Let me turn there that off. Go. You carry on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> mute yourself at the very least, Ben, just so we don't have to listen to the Grinch in the background. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> One Grinch is enough for this podcast. Whoa. That's um, that's Ben. He, he, he's the Grinch, right? Ben's not the Grinch. No? Are you volunteering no. for that role? No, I'm a happy one. Happy. Okay, well, we've uh, we've got an episode here. We've say we're pre-recording this, so we are not going to be talking about the news because who knows what's happened this week. Uh, but we are going to be talking about our year review stats, which uh, Sony did their year review. Uh, thing a few weeks ago now <laughs> as we're listening to this so we're going to look back and see what are your the review stats were and what our psvr2 stats most importantly are uh, a little bit of what we've been playing but then we are the start of a new year so we are going to be looking ahead to see what games we might be playing on our psvr2 headsets this year so we've got a few things that have been announced and we know what's coming in 2024 i'm sure there'll be more but we're going to be having a look and see what we already know about and see what we're excited about so good chaps does indeed sounds wonderful okay uh okay cool well let's talk about what we've been playing uh in fact no we'll do our year review first uh who'd like to go first on their year in review you Lloydie. yeah you go first sorry well i haven't actually got my year review. all i have all i have <laughs> is the stat well i can't remember it i don't there was lots of it my year reviews are usually like don't really pay much attention to him. I think it told me I was playing about 190 hours uh, I played all year. And around the 200-hour mark, certainly by the time this episode records, I've been playing quite a lot more of Christmas, so it'll be over 200 hours. Uh, and it told me that was 46.7% of my time was spent on PlayStation VR 2, uh, playing 64 games, which I thought was interesting because it's kind of a 50-50 split now. And bearing in mind that the PSVR 2 only came out in February, so that's not the full year to compare it with. So I think if it was, then that probably would be... 50-50. So yeah, about 100 hours on PSVR 2 this year, 100 hours on normal PS5 this year. Uh, how does wow. that compare with you guys? So what What was your total hours? Uh, about 200 the hours. Whole year? For the year. Okay. I think it's about Mine 190. 
326 for the year uh-huh. on the PlayStation. And six of those are in the, on the VR. No, and, uh, <laughs> it says, I was actually quite surprised how high this was. About, yeah, 30% of my game time was spent okay. playing 50, 52 games on PlayStation VR 2. Which I was... Which you, that's probably not that far, was quite surprised. the same number of hours on the VR as we did. Uh, yeah, quick bit of math. Sure. I can believe that. <laughs> Ish. What about you, Alex? Oh, I was very close. An hour's been, it's very, very close. I was 336 hours. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, I have played 50.6% of my time playing VR wow. 2. And 83 games. <laughs> but bear in mind, since VR launched, you, there's more. You've played more than on... Because you say you don't have a full year to compare it to. You've spent more time playing VR than you have not VR. Yeah, and I, I think that's quite evident mm. when you look at... Um, so see, when you look at the top five games... Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of my top five games, which is... Um, our top, one of my top three games is God of War Ragnarok, which I'd finished before PSVR 2 launched um uh-huh. so that was right at the very very beginning of the year so it was 25 hours on that uh-huh. um and then two of two of my top five games of the year were vr games wow so I, had... I think i can guess one of them <laughs> yeah i think we can so what, was, you your, what pro... was your top five in total like what yeah. what were they so one was masternoid surprise surprise yeah. Um, I genuinely do love that game. It's not for comedic effect on this podcast. I genuinely do love that game. Um, and that does not take into account the number of hours that I've also played it on Quest 3. So, um, oh, really? Oh, God. Yes. So, so we then have Final Fantasy 16 at number two, which I wish I could just delete and be like, I wish I hadn't played that. Um, wow. Why did you have? I don't know. Ben, why did we play it? Uh, then God of War Ragnarok at number three. Spider-Man 2 at number four, which yeah. was fine. Again, I wish I'd spent more time and maybe some other stuff than what I spent on that, but we're done, and it was Spider-Man. And number five is Walkabout Mini Golf. Wow. Well, that's quite, yeah, walk, that's quite walk about That's a lot of hours of Walkabout. Yes. I, uh, much like you, Alex, I had uh, two... VR games in my top five. However, I did not play the VR versions of those games. <laughs> um, so mine was. I guess um, one of them. I had. My, well, go on. What was it? Well, Gran Turismo 7. Yes, yes. That was yeah. my second most played game of the year. Oh, okay. My th- well, that third. First one. Yeah, the third one would have been Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4. Quite right. Uh, and yeah, then number course, four. Yeah was uh, Street Fighter 6 and number 5 was Final Fantasy 16 as well Alex and I, I don't remember playing that for that long and then my number 1 was Baldur's Gate 3 which I've played mm. 37 hours of and barely scratched the surface of so yeah lots more well, I've, I've, I've got my top 5 up now I've, I've logged into my wrap up so number 5 was Horizon Forbidden West and that would have been the um, the DLC uh, was it Forbidden Shores DLC they did or well, it was Burning Shores, that's it, sorry. Uh, then number four was Graduates of Seven. Number three is God of War Ragnarok. And number two is Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, and number one was Marvel's Spider-Man 2. 24 hours I spent on that one. Yeah, it was more than... And you played that to completion, didn't you? Spider-Man I did, 2? yeah. Finished it, yeah. Finished that. That's pretty um, decent. Didn't not go around and plan and do stuff. I may do. Now I have the portal, so now I'll, I'll do all the things. I can just sit there on the sofa and... Mm. Do all, the, do all that sort of stuff, but, uh, but yeah, no, I didn't finish Maybe. that one. But yeah, Cyberpunk again. That's playing the DLC mainly. Um, yeah, Ragnarok. That yep. probably when did Ragnarok come out? That was last year's game, wasn't it? But I probably still November twenty two. Yeah, so I would have still been playing it back in January. Do you think? Speaking of DLC and Ragnarok, do you think you'll play that um, Valhalla? Yeah, DLC for sure, for certainly. Yeah. It's pretty brilliant. So yeah, it does look good. I think yeah. well, Maybe so we can. have been playing it. Over the last maybe two I weeks. have, yeah. Probably have been. Yeah. See, this is why we just need to be honest. <laughs> you you uh, traded in Ragnarok, did you? Yeah. Oh, foolish. Because I knew it. Just, you, uh, just wanted to check. You're a big Viking fan, right, Larry? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's fair to say. Fan of Norse, Vikings. Yeah, Norse mythology, yeah. Yep. Viking history, yep. that kind of stuff. 
Are there any other cool words that video games can use apart from Ragnarok and Valhalla? No, there are not. Because they just seem to repeat the same words for everything. I mean, they're the only Viking, Viking words that, that everyone knows. If you do like Molnir and stuff for Thor's hammer, some people might know that, but that's not a cool word, is it? It's just like... <sighs> I don't know. It just feels a bit Valkyrie. like... Surely there must Valkyries. be more. Valkyries. Yeah. Valkyries, that's quite Valkyries cool a cool yeah. word. Yeah. Valkyries. I mean, you I have Valkyries think... in God of War, don't you? So. You do. But I don't know. I just feel... When when that was announced at the Game Awards and it was like, surely they're not calling it Ragnarok. Valhalla. I'm surprised there's not a new wasn't... Assassin's Creed Valhalla Ragnarok yeah. <laughs> DLC it, as well. Isn't that what the DLC was called? For uh, oh, yeah, Assassin's was, Creed yeah. Valhalla? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um, spokes, also, you mentioned the portal there. Portal, as Alex and I know, great for trophy trophy hunting are you what was your trophy haul for the year for you guys yeah i mean uh, i know it's meaningless laurie i know i'm looking now i would not have even looked at this tab before 369 trophies 39 of which were gold 106 was silver i've never ever done anything to get a trophy i just they just wash over me and i've never gone out of my way to think oh if i just go and do one more thing i'll get the trophy i'm just I do you not do, not, do you not get that if i could switch the whole thing off no if i could switch the whole God. thing off i would I can you do that never maybe you can I've, I've never felt less in sync <laughs> with you um <laughs> what about you alex there you go no uh, 761 trophies this year fucking hell well, nine, that's quite nine a lot. platinums 107 golds 160 nine silvers platinums. yeah 485 just... bronze wow i, I went from level 292 playing. to 350 do you not just i mean this is a different debate for a different different podcast but when i see like the list mm. of things to on the trophy list and stuff and i think the things you have to do to get some of the gold and silver trophy, or some of them like you just need loads of things just to get a bronze trophy like like i don't know shoot a thousand people with this weapon you're like i'm not gonna fucking do that <laughs> okay like, uh, yeah no, stuff I mean... like that you do just from playing the game mm-hmm. oh, like you wouldn't get a platinum on a game you dislike but no. if you're playing a game enough anyway a lot of them just come naturally and then you get to the end of it and you're like well, i've only got three or four more to get i might as well go back yeah. and hunt that extra little collectible or whatever but yeah i like it i got three no 556 trophies for the year which is well not too shabby four platinums 46 gold 121 silver so 385 points. that's some impressive numbers chaps what well, um what type of gamers they use oh good question oh it's drill seeker uh, i believe really yeah you are a crazy motherfucker um oh, yeah. <laughs> mine was role player Ooh. Mm. i'm a connoisseur really <laughs> yes of what <laughs> i've spent 31 percent of my game time defying conventions and playing whatever you feel like that's what you oh, have to well. play master noise as your number one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what should we call it? I don't know. It's, it's, uh, of playing games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Thrill I spent 42% of my game time on the edge of my seat and the other 50% are standing up. So, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> if I'm not on the edge of my seat, I'm standing up playing VR games. Uh, very mm. rarely am I on the back of my seat. I, uh, I spent 21% of my time playing RPGs, leveling up, etc., etc. So now it's recommended a bunch of RPGs to me. That yeah. I've already played, so that's nice. Yeah, well, what's, uh, <laughs> my thrill-seeking recommended games. What's, what's that? It gives me mm, Horizon. <laughs> I've already played that. Demon Souls. I'm only going to play that. Oh come so on! I play hey. Elite Five. What the hell is this coming from? No, okay. <laughs> I'm not playing it. Um, my favourites. I, like, I love all of this stuff. All this analytics. My favourite oh, one yeah. that people were sharing online was the uh, the Friend Maker one. <laughs> It's <laughs> like people had posted this. Uh, your social style, the friend maker, with your yeah. magnetic personality, you made one new friend this year. <laughs> it's just like loads of people so posting So magnetic. That. I made yeah. 23 uh, new friends. 23? Yeah. I made eight. I made two, and I suspect it's you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we found our Grinch. Yes. Yeah. In fact, actually, no. One of them um, we Reese. One of them we Reese. We played Ghostbusters. I don't know who the yeah. other one is. <laughs> uh, apparently, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, 
16% of my time was spent playing PS4 games as well. That's quite a high percentage for PS4 games, isn't it? Well, I think it's funny because I'm like, how, how has that worked out? Because it told me 97% of my time was played PS5, but it's it's splitting your non-VR time between like PS4 and PS5. So it's like it's like yeah, 16% yeah, yeah, yeah. of your 70% or whatever. It's a really silly way to do it. I think I played quite a lot of Kena Bridge of Spirits earlier in the right. year, so that would have been my PS4 time. Why did you do that to yourself? That's good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Beautiful game. Beautiful. Mm. I'm going to pick it back up again on my PS portal. I think my PS4 time is only about 2%. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Well, someone should invent some sort of thing where you could take your year in review for Xbox and Switch, which all came out on the same day. I don't understand why they don't give each other like a few days between to flooding social media with it all, but they all came out on the same day. Someone should just like, right, give me all of your year review. Just give me my entire gaming year review. That would be quite cool. And surely not that was, hard to do. No. Was your, um, was your PlayStation your most played console this year? Uh, yeah. No? Alex is shaking his head. Was yours yeah. Xbox, Alex? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, his Xbox. Which I was quite surprised by. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite surprised. Well, my, mine was the Switch by far. So there we go. We're representing all three. Yeah. My my Xbox was about 40 hours I played it. I think it worked out. And then the Switch, I couldn't get accurate ones because my son plays it loads. But there would have been, it would have been about 100 hours, I think, the Switch. Because I think it was about 100 hours on Breath of the Wild and on Tears of the Kingdom. But that's probably. My Switch one was quite amusing. Well, like what was it. that? Why? <laughs> because there was like nothing. Don't tell us why. Nothing. <laughs> There was, it was like basically like I don't even think I could fill half the things. It was just like you played nothing. There was so many wins that you did like absolutely why you, nothing. Like why are you bothering? Why are you bothering? Yeah. Mm. There you go. Well, looking back on 2023, but enough looking backwards. It's time to look forwards, gents. Time to look forwards. But let's talk about what we've been playing. And a game which has still not come out yet. It's due to come out in 2024. It's Vertigo 2. Uh, are you both? played a little bit of this yeah a little bit yes i think i've played the most of this and neither of you two have played half-life have you no blows my mind that's a whole different discussion for another day okay so vertigo 2 is the sequel to vertigo (laughs) it's a what is it a first person shooter game that is very much a uh influenced by or homage to the half-life games it sets in some i think it's like some Somalian world space station, uh, power station that's underground. So a facility, basically, where there are, are pipes and things and rooms to go through and staff rooms and uh, factory type bits to go through. Basically, you'll go through a facility and there's aliens everywhere. It's a confusing, convoluted story that just doesn't really matter too much. It doesn't make much sense. But it's a first person shooter. The guns you get are all very alien and very odd, but it's basically it's a pistol and a shotgun and a machine gun and stuff. But they're all alien versions of that stuff. So it's all very imaginative. It's very wacky. It's very silly. Uh, and I I quite like it. It's the thing you have to... It's got really good reviews uh, on on Quest or PCVR, where it's already been out. Um, yeah. The it was due to be out right now, but obviously it's been delayed. It maybe by the time this episode comes out, it will be out because uh, it was due to come out in mid December. It got a delay at the last minute because they found some mugs in it, so they, some some game breaking mugs, so they pushed it back. Um, at the time we recorded this, we still don't know when it was due to to release, so it may have come out by now, but it may not have done. Um, we haven't played too much of it. I've played it for a few hours. Um, I think you guys have probably played it for less than that. So this is very much just our initial first impressions of it. But what strikes me with it really is just it is so much like it's a, like a fanfic for Half Life. In the in a it really does love and it wears that influence on its sleeve. It makes lots of in jokes and there's lots of knowing like winks uh, that the game is doing to you all the time, where it's a reference to stuff that happens in Far in Half Life. Um, like at the very start, when you go to collect your first weapon, um, there's some like drone bot thing that's sort of showing you around to where the weapons are. And at first off, it sort of tries to give you a, a crowbar. It's like, <laughs> there's no way we'd give you a crowbar to go around a facility with trying to destroy aliens. That would be crazy. Uh, and then it switches to a gun. So it's just obviously, it's just all these little references and taking the mickey out of, of Half-Life in a, in a very kind of affectionate way. 
but there's other Valve uh, references in there as well. Like I found the portal. There's a room with a portal gun and some portals on the wall and stuff. So there's there's some other stuff like that to it um, throughout it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just amazing. This really amazed me that it's made by such a small team of just a few people. Um, it just absolutely blows my mind because it is like you could tell in some parts of it that it's not a huge AAA big game with big team, but it is still massively impressive all the same. Like the, the graphics are good, the uh, the design, the physics, the, the, it has a good level of polish to it. Yeah. And the, yeah, and the, not quite that. Uh, I think you're right. You, you can tell there are a few bits like I'm, immediately. We spoke about the, a few episodes ago about the, the frog with the, the saggy boots. <laughs> well, we didn't really talk about it, but yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, the saggy boots. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the, like the voice, I was like, that sounds like they're just you wielding the some. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> they're just the wielding. Oh, oh, it's my mate that does silly voices. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. No, like, just do a generic alien voice. It may have um, been truth. That may have been one of truth. Might like, have been say... truth. Yeah. Could have been truth. Shout out to truth. Hope he's found Terry Venables. Um, but yeah, it was just very. There's a few bits like that. And, and like the. I didn't know if it was a stylistic choice, but like the eyes of the characters seem very odd. And it's just, yeah, it's all very weird, but um, yeah. Yeah, is it the Brian? I think it's the scientist that's like there trying to help you it, return, yeah. return home. And he's kind of created a whole industry in his own image and stuff. And his, yeah, I don't know. There are bits in it that are. There's, there's real highs and lows because there are bits where you're flying like in, he you get in he's he's piloting a gunship type thing like it's like airship thing and you get on it with him and then he's like oh we're being chased quick take the controls and you have to shoot these ships that are chasing you and it's like this is brilliant like, you look around it's all like glass bottom to this um airship and stuff and you can see that where you're going around you're just flying around this and around this mountain and stuff but like if you look you can kind of the, the sort of scenery is sort of like 2D cutouts. Like, if you look for it, you can see the facade. But if you just are in the moment, I was like, this is really impressive. Like, you know, this is, and it's really fun as well. And it's doing quite cool stuff. Like, you're in this drone ship, uh, you pick up this kind of Gatling gun that you can just shoot all these things that are chasing you with. And it's just really fun. And it's like a completely different style of gameplay to what you've had up to at that point. Yeah. Um, and it's just, again, it's just really impressive. And it's more. It, it comes back to what we talk about with um, oh, Asgard's Raft. Like that was a real big uh, AAA game that Meta made with loads of resources. And you think some of these people that are making these, these VR games and they are just doing it on what must be absolutely tiny budgets for the world of games. And you think, God, if this person had the resources, because they've got clearly they they've got that kind of imagination, that spark. It just shows like the value of indie games where people have just. You could just there was a lot more charm to them. That's why I yeah. think this game for me has just so much charm that I, I like with it. Uh, some of the alien designs as well are just hilarious. And one of them is just this sort of cube head thing with an eyeball and stuff. And you can read there's a there's a like a directory of all of once you you see something for the first time, it gets added to your directory, and you can you can read about it and stuff. And it's all really silly and really funny. It makes me laugh like reading about the descriptions to it. One of the main enemies is this these kind of zombie type of things, and instead of a head, they just have a hand of an eyeball in it. It's just everything is just bizarre and surreal and just just mad. But yeah, it's funny. And again, it's like Half Life because in that where there's just aliens pulled in from different dimensions into the Black Mesa facility, and you have to shoot them. Uh, that's kind of like what's happening here. It's just pulling in aliens from other dimensions and stuff. So it's just really, really weird, bizarre, surreal shit. But it kind of makes sense in that Half Life. Uh, mm. you know, you know Half Life have already done that. That's already a massive game that everyone loves. So this game could get away with being ridiculous because it's just like, well, you know, if Half Life can do it, why can't we? So it sounds like your first impressions are pretty good. What have we got? Can we speculate what we think the the bugs were that that have made it need yeah, to be I mean, delayed? There are there are some issues with it. Like I don't want to go into it too much because it doesn't really feel fair because they they delayed it and we haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. But the, from what I've played, the the aiming feels quite kind of hit and miss. And the, yeah. even when you try and be more accurate, it just seems to have no like bearing on how accurate you actually yeah. are you, but the fact that you have infinite ammo and it just kind of self reloads and regenerates you do have to swap i out love the cartridge. that about it yeah that's so cool always having a clip on your waist to just reload without having to worry about yeah. finding ammo and stuff that's 
so good. That's such a nice touch. One yeah, less thing to worry about. Yeah, so you could be quite liberal with your shots, but yeah, trying to aim is just like pointless. You just kind of shoot, just keep shooting, and it's like trial and error, really. So maybe they're working on that. I don't know. And maybe it was just like an area of the game where you get to and it just causes the game to crash, and then that's it. Yeah. I, that, I also don't think the trophies were working. Well, yeah, no one cares about that, do they? So. Like, <laughs> that's that. it's for idiots. Yeah, like, so, so genuinely, because I, I think Laurie, I got to the stage you were at in terms of being in that helicopter, thing, yeah, and I didn't pop a single trophy by that point. And I looked, I then looked at some of the trophy lists, and like some of them, like I did that, and I did. So I, I don't think the trophies were potentially working. But again, we're not going to. We, we, we're not commenting the final build of the game here and we're probably and we're not reviewing it and we're not we're just saying giving our, our initial impressions but and, and i'm sure whatever it is will be fixed and not, yeah, not, yeah no, fair play to perp to taking it and saying no we're going to give the time and give this the release and give the people the game that they deserve and i think it will land in a very good state from in fair play to them yeah, so it's definitely one I want to keep playing. It just seems it's it's breezy and fun, and it's a bit like Arizona Sunshine too in that respect. It's, it's not taking itself seriously at all, and you get through the levels uh, quite quickly or the sections quite quite quickly. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's quite quite fun. Yeah, I, I want to keep playing it for sure. I like these first person VR games where it's not intense pressure like your kind of your fire watches or anything i just like mm. this or even your crossfire here as well i much prefer these these ones that are a bit more sillier and light-hearted and a bit more you could just be a bit more gung-ho with it all and you yeah. know it's, it's not really about the the, the pressure don't want and, the tactics of it all it's more just like run and gun yeah yeah have some fun with it all yeah yeah okay so what else have you guys been playing recently uh gent We've been playing together, Ben, haven't we? We've had Lovely. Nice have game sessions. Yeah. Very Christmassy. Yeah. So it's all about yeah. it. We played breaks. a bit of. We started off with a bit of walkabout mini golf, obviously, because I mean, there's not much more fun over Christmas to do than play walkabout mini golf with your friends. Um, Absolutely. Yep. So it's we played some more meow wolf. Meow wolf. I suppose I've talked yes. about this a bit before, Ben. It might be good for to your first impression. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's my first time playing that course, um, and I didn't really know what to expect. I knew it was I was expecting it to be colourful, but it's it's trippy. Like it is like a proper acid trip of a experience. Um, not that I've ever done acid, um, but um, <laughs> for the record, is, for the record, mother, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it, it it's just very warped, isn't it? Like, yeah. it just plays with your expectations. And I, I said this to Alex while we were playing. I was like, have you ever played What the Golf? Because it, it does some stuff like that where it just plays with what golf even is uh, throughout the course as well, which is really creative. And, yeah, there's, there's parts that just introduces new mechanics, flips the whole look and sound of it at one point. And that, I think that was my favorite point. I was just like, oh, it just changed everything about the course. Uh and yeah, I almost don't want to say too much about it. Like it's ridiculous to spoil a, a mini golf course, but yeah, I think that I wouldn't want to take that away from someone's first go at playing it because it's just it blew my yeah. mind playing it. It's really good. Yeah, I was very much like when I played this. I played it with Lewis as well, um, and I then when I played it with you, and I like I didn't want to be the person going first each of the holes because I didn't want yeah. it, I didn't want to spoil the experience from you guys because I'd experience it whereas I want to I was trying my best like I would rather you guys were going first because you as one of those and I think hats off to Mighty Coconut for this but it's one of those experiences like it is an experience like the first time you play this like mm. so, so maybe I should just, play it just on my own the first time we'll just play it single time I mean not necessarily but play it with us yeah well I'm not going to get to go first on any of the holes though, like because that's <laughs> about well, the last you, time we had a go but if you set up the if you set up the room, you'll you'll at least start. <laughs> okay, there <one>. you go. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that that didn't ruin it. Like Alex, no. consistently beat me throughout it, and I didn't. I didn't feel like that took away from the experience. So, okay, yeah. very good, very good. And then we also played some C Smash. Ooh, mm. which we got a little sweat on Ben, didn't we? 
Uh, it went on. That session went longer than I was anticipating. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it really good. Played a lot of the um, multiplayer modes, obviously. Uh, weirdly, like the main, well, not the main one, but the, the sort of the basic. Yes, well, I can't remember what it's called. Versus mode was. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the weakest of them. Yeah, like I felt like all the others were infinitely yeah. more fun. Um, infinitely was, more fun. Wow, it's just a yeah. bit more fun. Infinitely. No. <laughs> um, was it like Body Shot was one of them? Yeah. Where you basically have... And that, again, this went on for ages. So you're just stopping the ball from hitting yourself and trying to hit your opponent, basically. Uh, there's two balls. And so there's it, one. Yeah. yeah. And these rallies just go on for bloody ages. Um, so that was good. And what was the one, the one with the wall where you're trying to hit the panels? Fireball. Yeah. Uh, that- that went on that for amazing. like like that went on forever <laughs> and Ben was like, Oh like come on, come on. Cause basically there's about seven maybe about seven panels in this ball and you need to basically yeah. turn them all. So I think well basically I, turn I think them all you can your do it. colour. Uh-huh. Basically. Yeah, yeah. If you turn them all your colour yeah, you win. But I think you can also set it so that there's a time so that whoever whoever has spent the most amount of time or generated yeah, the most yeah. amount of points within that time wins. But I'd set the time to infinite. So it had to be the first person who, who um, got all the panels, and we were going and going and going for a long time, and it was like, oh, this is never going to end. And Ben think... was doing so much better at this than me, and then I ended up winning it. <laughs> it won it, and then we look at the score at the end, and my score was like yeah. tens of thousands more than I but, you, but you win by you default you. because you wow. get yeah. all, you got all the panels. Take take so, it up with Yorg if you're not happy, Ben. Take it up with Yorg. Well, it made it fun. It was it was. Genuinely I think I've, I've played that one. I've played that, that mode and the against the bar, and I think that was definitely my favourite of the the modes that one you're talking about. Yeah. I think yeah, the other one that cool. was good that I liked was Quick Shot. But it was, I'm sure it was Quick Shot, wasn't it? And that was basically you had the little square, and it got bigger and bigger as the rally yeah. went on. You got fewer points. So it was like aiming through the square. That was quite good. So, and that was good. And I did towards the end of it. I was definitely noticing I got better at the game in general, mm-hmm. like at being able to aim it because I my first few times playing C-Smash, it was just like, I'm getting the ball back, but I don't really, I'm not really deliberately aiming it anywhere. Whereas towards the end of that, Alex, it was like, right, I know what I'm doing now. And yeah, just about getting it in the general vicinity of where I wanted to. So yeah, it's a cracking little game. Great multiplayer. And we did play some co-op as well. So we played the infinity mode in co-op. So we did... Not too bad like that. I mean, we didn't do mm. amazingly well, but we were getting. We probably we, we started with that. We wanted to do more of the versus mode, so we didn't spend too long in that. But we enjoyed it. It was good. Most importantly, yeah. did you do a little dance on the train on the way to your level? Yeah, I did. Ben didn't. Of course. Well, did no. you? No, well, <laughs> just just with my feet, you couldn't see. I it. mean, I turned around and danced at Ben. He didn't even look at me. Well, I didn't even occur to me. Sorry, were no. we on the same train? <laughs> yeah. He just, he just stood there, <laughs> stern faced under me, looking forward. Just like, just get me to the destination, thanks. Game face. Sorry, that's yeah. the best song. I'm too used okay. to London commuting. Yeah, <laughs> ignoring people. We all talk to each the, other. If up, you danced yeah. on the underground, yeah. you'd be sectioned by the time you got to your. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that sounds a good fun. It did. It was. I was yeah, very was. glad we finally spent a good bit of time exploring those modes. It was good. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, let's get on to our big 2024 preview. Uh, before we do that, if people want to support this sub, they, uh, support this sub, what we're we talking about, support this pod, and they can give it a sub on the service they're using, uh, leave us a review too, and follow us on Twitter at CrossbuttonVR and at the CrossPlayers. Uh, and you can also follow us on, or sign up to support us on patreon.com forward slash the CrossPlayers. Uh, for £2 a month, you can help us produce the show and gain ex- entry into our exclusive WhatsApp group where all the most fun stuff happens surely uh surely surely surely. uh right 2024 it's a new year we still don't really know what sony's working on but uh for any of (laughs) anything much these days uh surely they're going to announce some other vr games at some point one would hope but we do have lots of things that have been released that we are due to be playing soon um, I'm just going to go through a list of them because we haven't got time to go through and talk about all of them in detail so I'm just going to go through a list of them and maybe we'll just pick out some of the ones from that list that we are most looking forward to how's that sound? do you want us to uh, pick them off as we go? 
What do you want to get through the list and then we'll go back to them? Uh, as we go. Why not? Cool. Why cool. not? Sounds like we might need to give your voice a break, so we'll we'll interject. Thank you. Thank you. Always thinking for uh, you, baby. Right, well, first thing I've got on my list is Vertigo 2. We've already been talking about that. Maybe it's out by now. Maybe we're still waiting to, to fix that game-breaking bug. Who knows? But that's coming out soon. But the next game then is Bulletstorm, which is coming out on the 18th of January. Looking forward to this. This this should be fun. Like as all the hallmarks have been a proper fun game, like the original was. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely looking forward to this one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, but you've played the original. No. I'm sure it's a PS3 game, wasn't it? Yeah. PS3 360. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I was not playing games back then you weren't a gamer back then no i think i've played some of it i don't think i completed it or back, it, back in the day when ben, back in the day when ben read books of an evening and did more culture mm. things like where it goes visits art galleries and museums and things yeah <laughs> played the cello whatever <laughs> 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 culture people do yeah well no more cello now we're bullet storming our way through 2024 um Madison VR is due to come out on February, uh, February the 24th, I believe. Madison VR, get in, no, no, we're going to play that. So, horror game. No. Uh, no. We'll find one of our horror correspondents to come in and talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted Hearts VR, we know about that one. Yeah. We played the demo. Big fan of that already. I like the demo. Uh, I like, yep. yeah, I, I like that one. I, I thought it would be key to play when it comes out. It's a flat version on Game Pass, Alex. It's no. so, yeah, on Game Pass now, yeah, it was added in December. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah can't nice, nice, nice. flat version. Well, you can. It's good to compare, compare and contrast. And it has, I'm sure it has, um, it's currently, or not currently, but it, well, kind of currently, because we'd over be recording this, um, <laughs> Die Hard festive DLC, not DLC, but it's got, currently got a little Die Hard theme to it with some characters in the game. In Ted Hearts? Yeah. <laughs> That's the... The crossover so, nobody saw coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the position there. Uh, okay. The next up, I'm going to stop myself straight away, is Wanderer Fragments of Fate. And this is probably my most anticipated That's game. That's a Laurie skill. Yeah. So, yeah, story-driven narrative thing. Yeah, give me that. And it looks so uh, polished. One of, one of the best PSVR games as well, right? It's supposed to be... Yeah, and it's know, kind of like an a full-on An upgraded remake. version of that. Yeah, like, yep. like a... It's not just like graphics. I think they've rejigged the mechanics and the structure of the game yeah. as well. It's quite, a, it's almost like right. If we'd have had more time, this is the game we would have made. So it's great that they go back and really create the thing that they really want to make. Yeah, but yeah, looks really cool. Uh, next up is a Behemoth, and all we've seen on this is a very uh, sort of CG trailer that looks very epic toe like some sort of giant well behemoth type monster boss type thing bit like uh what's the what's the shadow of the colossus yes. one of the greatest games of all time yes yeah. the one yeah i need that one yeah. yeah oh yeah this this looks cracking if the fidelity of it matches the trailer this could be very special and if it is if it does play like shadow of the colossus in <laughs> any way <laughs> Yeah, uh, a couple, couple of massive ifs. If that, and if that, it's going to be amazing. If it's and got it's the not... best graphics ever and plays like one of my favourite games, I'm excited. But it, it, at least it is coming from a developer with a, with a good track record. So, I mean, the yes. Saints Sinners games are highly regarded. So, you, you know, Skydance, there is potential, it? yeah. Skydance, yeah. 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 So, no, no idea when it's going Pubata? Coming out as well, another horror game. What? Well, Laurie, what did... we've discussed the silent P before. You matter. That's what I said. There we go. I'm very well, he said pub matter. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> God, Alex. Laurie's got a pub matter he wants to discuss. <laughs> 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 this is a different type of VR. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're putting words in my mouth there, Alex. <laughs> you matter. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. <laughs> More horror was... correspondent will be needed for that. Yeah. If yeah, if you want the horror VR games, tune into a different podcast, I'm afraid. <laughs> um Borderbots VR should have been out already, it was delayed indefinitely. Um so that will probably be coming out in twenty twenty four. I think Border no, Bots. I think it was given a date when it was delayed. So it was coming out in February. So oh, it okay. was it was dated out to February. I think it's 
if I remember correctly, I think it might be the 16th of February. I don't know why that date's sticking in my head. Wow, if that's um, right, Alex, that is why we pay you the big bucks. It's um, so I'm looking forward to this one, and we do. We do have we have we still have the build we gave us for the, the initial release, so we can play this in advance. Um, I've been kind of been holding off to the other time, but I am uh, afraid to say that you are wrong. It's the eighth of February, so oh well, it was double the half the sixteen. Yeah, it wasn't double the half the sixteen. <laughs> Aye, well, he's he's an accountant. Trust him. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, you, you it did wasn't well. far you knew off. It was you knew it was February, um, so you got yeah, far, better, far better right, than me. I was in the right times table, so um, uh, yep. Happy Funland, the one that's coming out. This is getting a physical edition. Uh, we've seen a few trailers for this. Looks quite fun. Looks to be more of the kind of switchback end of the kind of horror where it's a bit more kind mm. of fun Tolerable. as well. More like a yeah. ride, sort of funfair type-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Could be good. That's like, yeah, as you say, Ben, more tolerable. It's certainly a, a very good yeah. way of putting it. More <laughs> tolerable. Put that quote on the box. <laughs> <laughs> And it's getting a bit infinitely well. tolerable, <laughs> infinitely yeah. more tolerable than other games. <laughs> They'd be better. Um, next up, Ace of Aces of Thunder. There's more than one of them. Aces of Thunder. This is a game. I'm sure. Did I see a tweet today even saying that they were hoping to get to the end of 2023? They're not going to make it release date coming as soon as possible, but it's going to be a 24 game now. Yeah, I, I, I think. They'd ho- they, did, they did hope that it was going to come twenty three, but so did many other games. Um, but you take the take the time the game needs, and this looks very good. It says it's going to use all the features of the PSVR two. Um, it's that it feels like obviously what was the game that came out that people were really disappointed with? Um, I mean, the other fly, the other flying. I know what you mean. The other flying one, the one that levels. was a few levels. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't remember the name of it. And that's, it was only a few weeks. It wasn't even long ago, and I can't remember. I think it's Aces of Thunder. Is it exclusive to PSVR 2? I think so, yeah, because it is going for a lot of the features of the headset. I think it is. Um... And, and they've been using a lot of their marketing videos as well, so I feel like it kind of needs to be good from Tony's, Tony's perspective. Like they need to, yeah, I'm sure they'll tell them to, to keep, keep delaying it until it really mm. is polished and does give people the experience they want. Just on that though, I don't. Sony don't seem too picky about putting pretty mediocre games in their trailers, do they? Like they've they've had a few well, where you've gone. Why? Why is that? Well, they put that other flame one in it. Remember, like when sure, that... sure. But I'm sure they would put the games to be. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In lieu okay. of a good game, here's this one. But they, no, it might be good. I don't know. Uh, next up is Into the Darkness VR, uh, which is a game that's already out on Steam, uh, an action adventure game with kind of lots of physics mechanics in it. Um, this one looks it looks really good to me. Um, Alex, I think have you seen the trailer for this one as well? Yeah, I have. It definitely looks interesting. This one, um, a lot of I can't, Yeah, I watched it and there was something that put me off, and I can't remember what it was, but it was like. Mm. I don't, I don't fancy that, but I, I that's as, as much insight as I have. It looks like a it's a kind of first person shooter game with kind of bits of climbing and and, and stuff and a lot of yeah shimmying across rails and stuff um, mm. with with a story to it. So yeah, it's definitely my my kind of thing. It's a hubris like, uh, so mm. definitely my sort of thing. Um, I think I got that wrong actually. I think it's not out yet for PCV. I think it's coming to PCVR first, and then they're doing the ports to Quest and PSVR two. Right. So who knows? It was supposed to be out already by. By now for PCBR and then working on the ports. So who knows when we will be getting that one? Just very quickly, Project Wingman was the name of the game I couldn't remember. Okay. That's the badger. That's the disappointing game. Uh, okay, uh, Firmament is the next one. Now, this is the one, Alex, you told me this is the, the, the Mist creators. Is that, that right? is, yeah. yeah. So this came out on PCBR this year, or sorry, 2023. Uh-huh. Um, and so hopefully we'll. Some, so this is like a puzzle adventure type thing. So we should yeah. we should mm. this should be that should be of, one of the games that we like. It looks yes. kind of like the room, but with the bigger scope. Almost like you're out there in the world solving little puzzles. I, I think it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. It does have the best reviews out there though, so we'll see. No, I think a lot of it was. I think when it released in Steam, I think there were performance issues more than the quality of the game. So I don't think it was necessarily. Right. Okay. Um, 
So I think it, I think it suffered from that more than other bits. But then who knows? Hopefully, well, all well, that's I'm, been fixed now. You know, when it gets to being a port, it will be better. It looks uh-huh. a bit. Um, I watched a bit of uh, Beardo Benjo streaming it, and it looks like it's got the potential to be a little bit frustrating as well. Like it, yeah. you know how a, a puzzle game in VR, if you're spending too much time fannying about, it's a bit. You know, time moves slower in VR, doesn't it? So, yes. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess probably wait for reviews or review it ourselves, hopefully. Mm. Okay. Uh, next up on my list is Arken Age. Arken Age. Arken, he's back. Hey. Arken. Uh, <laughs> we saw a trailer for that. It was revealed a few weeks ago. Uh, looking good. Haven't heard anything about it since, but yeah, that was definitely a promising one that we talked yeah, about. It's one of the ago. most promising that we've seen so far, I would say, in terms of like the from the, the games I've made before, which off the top of my head I can't remember um, but it, that looks really it's, it's a nice mix of genre, not genres but Seth it's almost like that kind of prehistoric not prehistoric medieval kind of hard to, to where you look at it it's look, it's almost like sci-fi mixed with like fantasy yeah, medieval yeah. kind of yeah it's got That's a very distinct it, it's sci-fi fantasy type thing well there you go nailed it haven't I yeah you have well done uh yeah Probably. but yeah it looks it looks really good and it looks very uh very big big budget big spectacle type stuff so yeah uh next lo-fi uh which is kind of an indie cyberpunk game so so see your blind radar i worry about this one Ooh. i just because we haven't seen any actual gameplay yeah like and it's just like one person yeah i'm like what what is the actual game you know, yeah, it's always been the concern be, because it is mm. a small thing. I'm not expecting it to be like a big, epic game. I just it looks for the trailers. It looks really interesting. So if 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 what they've done, they've turned because it, it came out in early access and it had some of the different uh, settings and stuff that you could just be in to explore and just look around in VR and stuff. There was nothing happening in it. Yeah, it was more just like a tech demo. Uh, and now since then, we sort of turned those into into a game where you could just go around. And it's the whole point is that it's like, oh, you can do what you like and just wander around. So it seems a bit aimless. So I don't know how good it will be as a game, but who knows? Maybe they'll be able to come up with some sort of uh, thread that links all together and stuff and compels you to to keep playing it. I don't know. Almost got like I'd love it. I know Alex. Uh... Citizen Sleeper, one of your yes. top ten favorite games of all time. Imagine that, but set in this kind of three D yeah, world, that would be awesome. and you could almost just have it almost like as a point and click. Just you're uh-huh. in a little, a little mm-hmm. kind of a room or a little area that's enclosed, and you're pushing the narrative forward by interacting with the world. Something like that could really work. But yeah, that would we're be just cool. you know guessing what it could be or hoping that it could be something like that. Next up is your namesake, Ben. It's Sushi Ben. Two of my favourite things. Yep. Sushi and Ben. Yep. 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 Uh, we should no, be I'm, that. I'm, I'm, Alex, you think this looks shit still? I yeah, think it looks, but well, see, yeah, looks I've good. Yeah, I've kind of done a 180 on this a wee bit because of how good a reception it's actually received on other platforms. Like people like, seem to have like... Oh, now he's almost, played on Quest. Now he loves it. No, I haven't played it, but it's almost... <laughs> I feel like it's one of those games that's almost kind of got a little, not quite cult-like following, but the people who love it, love uh-huh. it. Like, yeah. it's yeah. It's, it's that type of game that you either, I don't think it's going to be one that you're just going to kind of like, you're either not going to like it or you're going to love it. Yeah. For the makers of the pigeon, pigeon Dating Sims. So if you like Pigeon Dating Sims, so you probably oh, like yes, this. Of course. Yeah. Uh, that hasn't got a date yet, has it? No, not as far as we were. No. No, uh, yeah, he's out there. Like we've been talking about it for ages, quest. though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what it's been out for a wee while now on the quest. It's been a few months, I think it's been out on quest mm. anyway. Yeah. Odd. Well, give it a go. Let's know. Uh, and then finally on the list of games is Demio Battles, which we know is coming soon, which looks like a oh. more accessible version of Demio. Which is as, one thing that games needs is to be more accessible to me, anyway. yeah. <laughs> Because we did talk about this briefly on that um, on the bonus the side quest episode because um, uh-huh. Sean and I had played it together, um, and it is that and I know in one of the episodes previously, Laurie, we were talking about 
how demo it was just too long for you to be in a really long session of it and you in that yeah. type of game you can't just leave whereas this is perfect like it's 15 20 minutes a game um and it's just a smaller map one on one or two on two um the board it's almost it's not quite it like the board burns in on you to like reduce the play space so that you're mm. forced to go and battle with each other you can't uh-huh. avoid or um and it's just a really interesting concept and i think this will i think this is the kind of game that and i think when we were talking about it, what we said is it's it's almost you would have wanted i feel like if you were doing this you would have brought battles first and then got people into the lore of it and into all the characters and into that and then progress them on to demio or demio or demio like however it's actually pronounced demio I demio i think yeah. yeah um Demio. Demio. Like, like, like Dolmio, but Demio. Dolmio. Yeah. <laughs> Dolmio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this, this is a, it's a, it's a very good game. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, that is the list there that I've got. I'm sure there's other things that I forgot because there's always other things that I just don't even on, on my radar. Mm. That I just, I've just, they obviously don't have good enough PR, I'm afraid. <laughs> but there'll be some other things <laughs> on there. But the thing that I want to just put on that list, there is nothing there that. Anyone that hasn't bought a PSVR 2 yet is not going to look at that list of games and be like, oh, I need to get one because I need to play Behemoth. Because there's nothing there that is going to move the Darth people. No. And that, I think, is the problem. We talked about it on the previous episode a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Quest and the fact that Asgard's Wrath's out now. I think Sony need to, at some point, <laughs> say to people, yeah, they're going to have to show a roadmap for stuff that people care about. Because before, they always had, well, you know, Resident Evil 4 is coming. And people kind of expected that to be in 2024, but obviously that had a surprise release just before Christmas. Uh, so it's always had some big things that people knew about and looking forward to. There's Horizon, there's Resident Evil, there's Grand Auto. First year, I think they did really good. And we'll get to the one-year episode in a few weeks' time and we'll do a year review thing when we do hit the first year. But yeah. they're doing it again. But 24, anyone that hasn't already got the headset now thinks, well, should I get one now? You know, there's a few games now that I want to get. I'll get the Resident Evils and stuff. But you want to see that roadmap. You want to see there's going to be games coming that you want to be playing. And I don't think that is a list there that is going to inspire many people to go out and buy a PSVR 2 that mm. haven't already got one. I mean, no. I mean, that's an argument, though. And we've had this argument before, but what's coming for PlayStation in 2024? Yeah. Like, you, yeah, we, yeah, for we sure. We literally know nothing. I mean, even less now that they cancelled The Last of Us factions. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, not to say that was ever planned for 2024, but it's just another place. Surely early. I mean, if we've not already had one by now, we might have our Christmas Eve state of play or something just for the bands. But, like, there's. There's got to be some sort of showcase early, in the early part of this year to to give some sort of idea of what's coming. Yeah, well, they're very much relying on... They've got quite a few third-party games that they've kind of got links with, so they've got, obviously, Final Rebirth. Fantasy Seven Rebirth yeah. coming. Um, there's Helldivers 2, which is a PlayStation Studios-published game. The Last of Us Part 2 remastered coming out as well in the early part of the year. Um Rise of the Ronin, that seems to be the next sort of big game. Yeah. Which they're kind of promoting that you can do pre order bonuses and stuff, but I'm like, it's a big, big ask to pre order that game when I don't really know. Like, no one's previewed it, no one, there's not like a previous game that we can have that. It's, it's a new thing, you know, it's a, it's a Curry Tecmo game. So I suppose if you like their games, you could you could pre order it, but yeah, for me, a digital pre order on a game that there's no previews or anything out for, I'm like, why would you do it? Why, 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 yeah. why not wait until there's mm. more impressions of it? Uh, you're not getting anything early that you can, you, you're not going to get if you just wait and you're paying loads for it, you can't get a refund. Um, but yeah, you're right, Alex. We don't really know what Sony's first party studios are making, we don't know what they're making for PS5 or PSVR2. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really too much on the PS5 at the moment that. I'm too excited about in, in the future, uh, which doesn't bother me because there's loads of games from last year and previously. Like, I still haven't played Elden Ring yet, I really want to play that. So I'm quite happy to have a quiet year, but Sony won't be, and I'm sure it won't be a quiet year. They will at some point reveal stuff they are making. It is very strange, it's been so long since they've really done a big showcase or revealed stuff that's actually got people excited. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Um, imagine when they do, it'll be all the more exciting. It will be, but and 
it's just not really a problem. They don't, if you're Sony, if you, well, we don't need to reveal anything. We can't make these things quick enough. And they are selling like mad. Like the sales are just exploding. And Black Friday sales for PS5 was amazing. But you will not be able to say the same. Obviously, we don't know what the PSVR 2 sales are, but they're not going to be completely stellar. Right now, they are losing ground to Quest. And if Sony are bothered about that, they're going to have to try and try and come up with a bit of hype for it. They're going to need to try and sell people on the idea of buying into this expensive ecosystem. Yeah. So I think for, for me this year, mm. what they, it's not, it doesn't need to be that hard because they will be making some first party games, surely. They've got the, that fire sprite that make games, even if the game's mm. going to be like a year or two away. You don't reckon? I don't know. Like, I don't want to be uh, too doom and gloom, but I, I wouldn't be overly shocked if they didn't release any PSVR 2 first party games next in 2024. Surely Astro I, I think Astro will be a hybrid. I think it'll work on both. Yeah, VR it's or no it's VR. such a home run. It's like, well, surely if they were going to do it, why wouldn't they why have done it I already? Done that? yeah. that's, the, that's the mad thing because like, if they were that bothered, they would, there's got to be, I'm sure it's not as simple as dragging and dropping a file. Why no, have they done one. that? I mean, or... two. So I think they need like one or two first, one first party game at the very least. Uh, PSVR one ports. Like if they're not bothered about making new games, they've got four or five games that cannot be played. They're still stuck on PSVR one. Surely someone can port them across. Um, and then also, Alex, listening to your quest episode, the the media stuff, the non the non gaming applications for it, which are there in abundance in Quest, surely they've got to just try and bring. No, let us watch three D films on the thing. Let's watch three D sporting events on the thing. Uh, so yeah, so just non gaming apps, PlayStation VR one ports, and just one or two newbie games. And I think that would just go so far to just, just really expanding the appeal of the device. Yeah, and shutting up Ryan McCaffrey because he's done another one of those tweets, hasn't he? <laughs> he's all <laughs> tweeted again. He's done. He's done another one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Still doesn't come on the show. Come on, Ryan. Yeah, have we? Have you asked him? No, I'm ignoring <laughs> him. Uh, yeah. So, and, and we know like, that list of games. Like, w- there will be lots of good stuff there. And don't, don't get me wrong, but the point is, it's not stuff that's going to move the dial for people that. Don't you know, there's no, no big franchises there. Presumably, Assassin's Creed Nexus will come across maybe like towards the end of 24. I'm guessing like a year of exclusivity. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, it's not that long because I really want to play it. But yeah, so you need to do something. Like it'd be worse than the Vita. <laughs> At least the Vita got several years of of support from from PlayStation uh, to not yeah to, to just get the launch games and then <laughs> pretty much that's it. You know, Capcom made Resident Evil, so you can't put that one down to, mm. to Sony. Even uh, I think since it has just been, hasn't it? The the first party games that have just been called them out sort of Gran Turismo. Basically, yeah. yeah. Firewall was just a published one, really, wasn't it? Well, yeah, no, Firewall. Yeah. I'll give you that because that is that is PlayStation Studios. Uh, that was well, still, look. There's there's a few mysteries, isn't there? There's that first. You remember that trailer they dropped a few weeks ago? Where the yeah. first game we were all trying to guess what that was and it looked cool, you know that could be something. I I think getting back to that point, when they do let us know what they're up to, if that's got one or two first party PSVR two games, we are going to be over the fucking moon. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Because we starved yeah. for so long, it'll be the best feeling in the world. Especially as so. the, the the reason. We talk. You know, we've got the PSVR two. It's because it's good leverage the power of the PS five. You can have games that have a fidelity that you cannot get elsewhere, apart from maybe on very expensive PC mm. VR. Uh, and so, yeah, we want to see something like Call of the Mountain that just really blows us away. All these games we're playing, like Vertigo two, great game, but graphically, it's not. You know, it's made by a small team. It's an indie game. I want to see Sony's big guns coming up with something that just looks absolutely sensational in VR. Uh, and if they can't do that, then I think people are going to feel. Slightly aggrieved at <laughs> Sony for uh, selling them this headset to, to play games on with the expectation of support from them. Yeah. So we shall see. Hopefully, 2024, we're not going to have to wait too long uh, in the meantime uh, to find out what Sony are making. But we've got a few games to be playing there to look forward to in the meantime. And there will be some good stuff on there. And there will be loads of stuff that we don't know about from indie developers and other 
second of third parties yeah. as well. So don't want to be able to do with gloom. Just want Sony to pull their fucking finger out and <laughs> do some stuff. Yep. Yep. So on that note, happy new year again, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you could please tell your family and your friends uh, and everyone else you know about us. And if you'd like to get more involved, please do not hesitate to drop into our Discord and say hello. It is great to see people in the Discord and it is the PSVR2 channel is one of the most active and um, busiest parts of it as well. So if you have got yourself a shiny new PSVR2 headset for Christmas and you want some people to play some games with or chat to about it, then that is your place. Uh, thank you again to all of our patrons for supporting the work we do. I have been your host, Laurie. Apologies for being ill. These two have been Ben and Alex, and we will see you again next time. Until then, though, it's goodbye.